We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. KYW Original Podcasts. Well, Merrill Reese, before we talk about bad football, let's talk about some good football. And there was good football last night on Monday night in Tampa Bay between the Rams and Bucks. The Rams won 27-24, to lots of passing last night. What were your takeaways from the end of Week 11 in the NFL? Well, you're right. It was a very, very exciting game. But here are two quarterbacks, Jared Goff, who was the quarterback pick right before Carson Wentz and the, the GOATs, Tom Brady. And here they were in the second half of this game, and they threw each of them through terrible interceptions. In fact, Brady, as he had the ball in his hands with about a minute to go and started moving them downfield, they announced, they mentioned that he is tied for third in, of all time with Dan Marino for comebacks engineered in the fourth quarter. And he hits a short pass here, and he goes over middle there. And then he completely, completely misreads the safety and throws downfield the easiest interception you ever saw. So I've seen Brady come up short now twice this year uh, on the on the nationally televised games, once here and once against the Bears and Nick Foles earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, like a little kid, he walked right off the field, didn't turn for the other quarterback. <laughs> Goff came out, was looking around for him just as Nick did a few weeks ago, and he cried and went in the locker room. Uh, I, I did notice that he did not go to midfield to meet Jared Goff. He did go back into the locker room. Uh, a lot of people are very fascinated with whether or not Tom Brady goes to shake the opposing quarterback's hand. It's almost, it's almost like they keep track of it as much as they keep track of his wins and losses. And you're right, he did sail that ball, his final interception. Re- very reminiscent, maybe not as, as high as, as the one that I'm referencing was, but very reminiscent to when Brett Favre, sailed it to Brian Dawkins in the 4th and 26 game at the link many, 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 many years ago. He just, he overthrew it. But Merrill, while there was uh, interceptions last night with Brady and Goff, uh, it was still a high-scoring game. I mean, they still played well enough to score 27 and 24 points. So, like, I know you watch a lot of uh, football other than the Eagles. You watch all the national games. You watch as much as you can. You watch college football. When you do when you're watching these other games, how often do you go, especially this season or specifically this season, man, like this is what quality NFL football is like and not what I've been calling for 10 games this season with the Eagles. Well, I, I watch the games and I just enjoy them like a regular fan. And I know the things are cyclical. I've watched a lot of great NFL football over the years and a lot of great Eagles games. Uh, think of some of the games that the Eagles have had even in, in recent years, uh, since the Super Bowl, look, they haven't played well, uh, even though they've made the playoffs three straight years, and they've not been at the level that they were back in 2017. But uh, I certainly haven't seen a shortage of, of good Eagles football. Maybe this year 
but everything is cyclical and, and I feel they'll come back and maybe well, not this year. We'll see. This is a, this is a different kind of year and they're just not playing well. And they have a very, very tough five games right ahead. Oh, you're right about that. Uh, this, this season, uh, you know, is very similar to previous seasons where they've had their backs against the wall, but in previous seasons, the last two, they have come back and they have managed to find their way into the playoffs. Not sure if they are going to do that this year. Uh, let's talk about Doug Peterson's day after media availabilities yesterday, his one with the media, his one with Angelo, we can combine them. Um, uh, Merrill, what is Doug saying about Carson and what are your thoughts on his comments yesterday? Well, Doug said it's in this city, it's always about two people. It's about the coach and the quarterback. It's about the coach and the quarterback. He said there is a lot of blame to go around. There are a lot of areas of this team that have to be better, not just the coach and the quarterback, but in this city, it's the coach and the quarterback. And while I have the greatest respect for Doug, I have to say that that's the same as 31 other cities. Mm -hmm. 31 other cities look first and foremost at the coach and the quarterback. It goes with the territory, and mm -hmm. it's not unique here in Philadelphia. No, it's not. And he did. Uh, and then, and after he mentioned that, he did point out how there is a lot of other blame to go around. The receivers sure. have to play better. The offensive line has to play better. The running backs can't drop the ball. Uh, the defense needs to tackle better. Better. And as the special teams, so he was. You know, while while there is definitely a lot of blame on Wentz, he's saying that there is a lot to go around, and that is obvious with a three six and one team. What do you think? About I mean, Carson has been saying that too lately. Sure. Uh, he keeps shrugging his shoulders and saying, look, I know uh, that goes with the territory. As a quarterback, you're always the guy getting too much blame and maybe not enough credit. I mean, it, goes, it goes both ways. But I'll tell you something. That is the truth. The two most important people, for most important person on the roster, really, is the quarterback. A quarterback playing at a high level can make up for a lot of ills. However, uh, a quarterback needs time, too. You look at Tom Brady, and many times – now, he got banged around last night. He really got banged around. I mean, that was one of – he walked – maybe the reason he ran to the locker room is he didn't like the fact that his shirt was – his jersey was dirty. <laughs> his dirty was his, – his jersey was pretty green yesterday. He took a hit from Aaron Donald. He was banged around uh, like, a, like a bowling pin all night. But there were other times where he stood back there and he had all day – to look downfield mm -hmm. and find a receiver. There hasn't been much of that for Carson Wentz. There hasn't. There hasn't. And that leads to, that leads to my next thing. What do you think about Doug's move? He, he made it clear he's sticking with Jason Peters at left tackle. Well, why do you think that he is staying with Jason Peters at left tackle? And what do you think of that decision? He simply feels that Jason Peters right now is his best option at left tackle. Uh, the only thing I will add is that uh, he can stick with Jason Peters at left tackle, but rarely does he stay on the field for that long. Right. It seems that uh, Jason Peters gets into a game and then is, is soon leaving for one reason or another. What do you, what, Merrill, what did you think of the effort on Sunday in that loss to Cleveland? Well, I said that to Mike Quick on the air. I thought there was a lot of effort. I, I don't think this is a team that packed it in. I don't think it was a, a lack of effort, a lack of, uh, I, I don't think they were playing flat football. I think they were playing bad football. Mm -hmm. I think there was a lack of execution, but I don't think it was a team that was unmotivated. I think they tried, 
but they just played poorly. There's been many times this season where I've gone to pro football reference and I've gone to the Eagles page and I've gone back season by season by season to see where they are at certain points in the schedule compared to this year. Um, and, 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 you know, you don't have to go too far back to see the last time that they only had three wins through uh, 10 games. The 2012, they only had three wins through 10 games. That was Andy's last season. When, when was the last time, Merrill, that you remember things being this bad for the Eagles? Well, I, I'll tell you what, the, the last part of the Chip Kelly era, yeah. when the, uh, they had won the Thanksgiving Day game in Dallas, Thanksgiving night, and they were talked about as the best team in the NFL, and then they just totally fell apart. Sure. That was a, that was a horrible year. This has been the toughest year under Doug Peterson, and right. I, I haven't lost faith in Doug at all. I think he is a, an excellent coach. I have confidence in Doug Peterson, but right now things have gone awry. And as he said, for a lot of reasons. Sure. But uh, again, everybody looks at the coach and looks at the quarterback, and that's just football in 32 NFL cities. It is. And, and aside from wins, Merrill, uh, what's the most important thing for you? Aside from wins over these next six weeks, what's the most important thing for you with the Eagles that you would like to see them accomplish? Well, you, you want to see wins. You want to see them playing better football. Uh, the, the most important thing is to see Carson Wentz, since he is still the starter, you want to see him get back to playing good football. And he just hasn't played good football. There, I'm doing it too. I'm looking at the quarterback. But really, if, if your team is, is out of control, if your team is falling and spiraling downward, the one person who can lift them more than anybody else is the quarterback. And if Carson Wentz has a hot night, and if he, he doesn't take, uh, he doesn't lose the football, doesn't turn it over, and throws with some accuracy, they can elevate their plays. Uh, I agree that you need better play from the offensive line. I agree that you absolutely have to have better play from the secondary. I mean, the uh, Fletcher Cox played well, but it's not enough. The, the linebacking hasn't been good enough, although Alex Singleton had an excellent game the other day. They must play better in the secondary. They are getting beaten time and time again. And Baker Mayfield went downtown time after time after time and pierced them with perfect passes. Yeah, he, he did. There's a lot to improve. And who better than against a really good Seattle Seahawks team on Monday night? Mer Merrill, tomorrow. Well, but the, the interesting about the Seattle Seahawks is that they are not a good pass defense team no right you think about seattle you think about russell wilson one of the greatest quarterbacks ever he he is a future hall of famer but uh, seattle has its deficiencies also and one of the most glaring deficiencies of that team is their secondary and and, and that's why this is potentially a perfect game for Carson Wentz to maybe not turn his season around, but at least get his season pointed in the right direction at, you know, on, on the 11th game, this is a great opponent for him to, you know, get some confidence back and, 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 and I'm sure his confidence is there, but at least to play better. So this is a good opponent for that. Merrill tomorrow, uh, we will go through recent and successful matchups against the Seattle Seahawks, the Philadelphia Eagles and Seattle Seahawks. And I'll let you know right now, as you know, it's been a while since the Eagles have had a successful outcome against the Seahawks. So that is what we will talk about 
tomorrow. I appreciate the time. Well, I think uh, I know for one thing you have to go back to Andy Reid. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, and and not Andy Reid's last year either. There, there, there is. It's it's a while back since since they beat the Seahawks, so they are very due. We will talk about that tomorrow, Merrill. Thanks for the time and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.